Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Sunday, January 29th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Today we're going to be reviewing The Flash Season 3, Episode 10, titled Borrowing Problems from the Future. In this episode, Barry is tormented by his vision of the future where Iris is murdered by Savitar. When a criminal named Plunder shows up in Central City, Barry recalls the villain's presence in the vision of the future and fears that if he catches Plunder, it will cement Iris's fate. Confused about Barry's hesitation to stop Plunder, Wally decides to step in his kid Flash, and Caitlin offers Julian a job. So before we get into spoilers, what do you think of this episode, Zach? Uh, I really enjoyed this episode a lot. Um, we just watched Supergirl, and I, I think I definitely like this episode better than that episode of Supergirl. I think this was a better return from the break than Supergirl did. Not that Supergirl was terrible, but anyways. Um, yeah, this was a really great episode. Lots of funny moments. Um, lots of cool stuff that we get to see. Uh, it's hard to say without getting into spoilers, but yeah, great episode overall, I think. Yeah, this was one of my favorite episodes maybe of the season and definitely in a long while. Um, it was just a lot of fun and a lot of good drama and, and I don't really want to compare it to the Supergirl episode. Uh, but since we just watched that, it's kind of hard not to. And yeah, I like that episode. It was a good episode, but some of the drama in that felt a little forced and, mm. um, I didn't really feel it. Whereas in this episode of the flash that it's such a good job of making kind of real drama in real situations, um, for, for some of the characters and it was, and then fun mixed in with HR and everything. Yeah, that's a great point. All right, so I guess we'll get into spoilers now. Yeah, uh, so one of my favorite things, I've said this a few times for a few episodes, but HR is just, he's like in true form in this episode. He's great, really funny. Uh, there's a point where Julian walks in because um, they're like, they're trying to open the Star Labs Museum and there's nobody there. And so they get excited because one person shows up and he's like, oh, it's Julius, you guys. <laughs> he calls him Julius. <laughs> that hr is good for like one literal laugh out loud moment an exactly. episode and, and then he's just funny the rest of the time that was yeah that that really got me it's julius you guys <laughs> it's just very very funny yeah. one, one thing that did bug me though uh in this episode it just seemed kind of like we talked about with cyborg superman on supergirl mm -hmm. it just seems kind of ridiculous that that wally is going by kid flash Right. I, I get that it's, you know, it's from the comics and I want to see Kid Flash too. And, you know, they can't really name him Flash with Flash being there. But he's a grown man. He's, right. he's like <laughs> a, a couple years younger than Barry. He's almost done with college, if not done with college. So it's kind of weird him being called Kid Flash and being starting to be okay with it. But I, I, that doesn't bother me as much because that's from the comics. But still. Yeah. Uh, something funny with, with Kid Flash actually for me was... Um, so, you know, when they, he like captures plunder and the people are chanting his name, I don't know, for some reason in my head, I like heard it backwards and I thought they were like saying flash kid, flash kid, flash kid. And I was like, it, his name is kid flash. So I thought maybe I first, I thought it was like a joke, like he's unknown and people don't like him. So they got his <laughs> name wrong, but no, I was just being stupid. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, it sounds kind of weird. Flash kid. Um. Yeah, you got you gotta you gotta pay attention to context clues there, Zach. Yeah. Um, so, but the reason he's doing that is because Cisco vibed um, 
Cisco vibed Barry to the future and they like get all those headlines about the things that are going to happen. And so he thought that if he could get Kid Flash to stop Plunder, that would change the future instead of him stopping Plunder. So um, I really like this kind of setup they did with the headlines because it gives them a good like set of concrete events that they know that they need to change. And so that's going to be in the back of our minds. And I'm sure they'll like pop up in weird places and they'll be like, wait, isn't that something that's going to happen in the future? Oh, we need to make sure we change that. So I like that kind of construct that they've set up so far. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty cool idea to to throw in those things there. And interesting ones too. Um, like yeah. Music Meister getting a, a six-figure book deal, was it? And Joe getting honored. Uh, and of course, Killer Frost being the real big one. Mm-hmm. And then Star Labs Museum also closes. But then, so we see at the end of the episode, they've kind of made it popular by getting kids to come. So maybe they've changed that part of the future already. But yeah, um, we've been, we keep circling around Killer Frost. Is she or will she or won't she? <laughs> Is she going to be Killer Frost or not? And in this episode, it was, I understand, I guess I kind of understand. They're like, but it seems lazy. She's like, oh man, these bracelets, they're like, just charge them. And she's like, but I can't. And now I'm going to become Killer Frost because I can't charge my bracelets. <laughs> oh, I, I just, I just found it kind of funny they could actually create those bracelets right. yeah not to mention whatever that other thing cisco whipped up during the episode was to be able to vibe into the future yeah. whips that up but he can't can't come up with bracelets with a little bit longer battery life right <laughs> like, like that's the big problem here i can create bracelets that will stop your metahuman powers but battery's gonna be a little tricky yeah so whatever but it's cool that she has that <laughs> She has like the glowy necklace now too that is solar powered. So yeah, I think I think I still think she's ultimately gonna be a hero, but mm-hmm. I don't think we're done seeing that process yet. Like she might go bad for a while. Uh what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, we had the one episode, the Killer Frost episode, where she turned into Killer Frost and like fifteen minutes later she was back. Right. And there was I wasn't buying it for a minute that that's all there is that she's never going to become Killer Frost again. So I don't know. I think she'll have to be bad again, but maybe somehow they'll turn her good again, but she won't lose her powers. You know, they'll turn her into using her powers for good. So kind of like in the comics we just read, the Suicide Squad versus Justice League, that was kind of the arc of Killer Frost in there. She was bad at the beginning and ends up good at the end. Yeah. Um. So I'm. Yeah, I, I wish they would explain why she turns so evil and feels out of control when she gets her powers because nobody is, you know, no other metahumans have dealt with that yet. But right. uh, I guess they'll just kind of talk about how that's a side effect. I thought the the Star Labs Museum thing was pretty cool too. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Cisco, uh, that HR came up with it. But who is going to want to go to a Star Labs Museum? Because I'm pretty sure everyone in Central City hates Star Labs. Right. From the particle accelerator <laughs> explosion. So I'm surprised that two people showed up on opening night and then they, know. they quickly left, of course, but I was surprised so many showed up They're like, oh, cool. Remember that time that they like destroyed half the city and killed a bunch of people? Yeah, let's go check it out. Yeah, especially, yeah. especially if HR leaves in that part about um, the handsome founder, right. Harrison <laughs> Wells, because he's known as a obviously for making the particle accelerator go off and also being a murderer. Um makes things interesting yep but and then again it like kind of plays into the whole the security at star labs is terrible so now they're just gonna have like random people walking around i guess this is like above 
where they are all the time and i'm sure maybe somebody will wander down or find some way to get down there because of this (laughs) yeah most likely i mean they're gonna have to figure something out with that right um but yeah overall i thought they did a really good job with how barry and iris handled the whole revelation of the future yeah, I was, he like straight up, like, what would you do if somebody told you like, hey, I know when you're going to die and I know how it's going to happen. Like, that's, that was crazy. Yeah, um, I think she handled it well, <laughs> yeah. um, all things considering. Uh, I'm sure them not telling Joe is going to come back to bite them for some yeah. reason, because in any of these shows, if if something bad happens, it's usually because somebody kept a secret. Right. Um. So I'm sure that's going to come back to bite them. But yeah, I don't know how the sort of minor, I get what they're trying to do, but I don't know that the minor changes are going to fix anything. Yeah. I mean, so we already saw like when they went to the future, there's something already different. HR's there with a rifle, which is really weird. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, And he came up with the whole like analogy of the dominoes, like pull out the right ones and you can stop the final thing from happening. But he's also sort of convinced that future is fixed. So I don't know. Yeah. Like that, was, said, a, that think... was a good way to explain sort right. of the situation. Uh, normally they do a pretty good job with that, explaining sort of like weird time travel stuff for the general audience. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they've struggled with that, but I think most of the time they do a pretty good job and that domino thing worked pretty well. Yep. But he also, and I think this is probably mostly what we'll see is that kind of like trying to change the future ends up creating the future that you're trying to prevent and so i think we'll see a lot of that where he might change things a little bit but the the basic end result is still the same and is in part caused by him trying to change it in the first place right agreed i still think the season finale is going to be barry iris and savitar at that park or whatever yeah Um, maybe but you know other people might be there too but i think the general thing like you said is going to be the same and i think they're probably spending a lot of time on trying to change minute things when really they should be trying to figure out how to stop Savitar. Um, yeah. But they'll probably learn that lesson eventually. Uh, something else cool that happened in this episode, uh, the Julian was asked to join Star Labs by Caitlin, and uh, the team kind of talked it over and accepted him. Uh, what do you think about Julian joining Star Labs? I thought it was kind of a natural thing. I thought right. yeah. <laughs> it's been so long since we saw the last episode. Uh, I thought I thought kind of at the Christmas episode, we kind of accepted him as part of the team already. Right. And so, I mean, when you've got 23 episodes a season, you've got to kind of go back and forth a little bit. So it was weird how, you know, in this episode, he started out kind of being like, oh, no, I can't, can't do it. And then, of course, by the end again, they're all friendly and working together again. Yeah. So yeah, I'm really glad. I I like his character a lot. So like you said, it's natural. We all thought that was going to happen. So I'm just glad that it is actually happening now. Yeah, I'm assuming he's going to play a big role in whatever happens. Um, however, they try to defeat Savitar at the end. Right. I don't know how yet, but I'm assuming he will. Um, I want to see Tom Pelton longer. So I hope he's not like a one and done. But I wonder if he'll have to do some kind of sacrifice a la eddie from season one uh, mm-hmm. or i don't know how that would work out exactly but i could see something like that happening again yeah uh one of the my other things that stood out to me that was just kind of funny was the the housewarming party at the end um they all like bring different gifts first of all hr brings a turtle which is hilarious <laughs> but yeah 
Joe brought a picture of Iris and Barry as kids together, which just for me brings up the whole weird, like you guys are basically brothers and sister. And that's just like kind of pushing that home. Like, oh, look at that nice picture over there of us being brothers and sisters together. Now we live together. No, that was just cute because they were kids who went to school together. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that that gave me some uh, some troubles earlier, but I'm pretty much over that now. Uh, I think they're doing a pretty good job. I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and like with that turtle, talking about HR again, just so many of the funny things. He brings up the turtle again later. Right. I don't know he's how. Like, to... He's like, a home is more than furniture or things or turtles or. <laughs> yeah. yeah he, he, and then he, before that, he's like, oh, I, I asked myself to talk. Right. I asked myself to say a few words. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I love like his. Um, the unique dialogue he's given, like the weird stuff like that. Yeah. So he's, it sort of seems like he's from another world, but it also just seems like he's kind of arrogant. Right. And uh, it's a lot of fun to, and of course, Tom Cavanaugh does a great job of pulling that off. Yep. All right. Well, next week's episode, what do you think about that? You've seen the promo? Yes. So, um, and right at the end of the episode, we saw some lady come through the portal and she had a picture of HR, and so it looks like she's after him, and kind of gets confirmed in the promo. So Gypsy is this bounty hunter, and she's after HR for some reason. I don't know why he has a bounty on his head or what he did to her to get her to come after him, but looks like Cisco's going to challenge her to a fight, and unfortunately that fight is to the death, supposedly. Um, <laughs> I have a feeling it won't come to that, but we'll see. Yeah. It's easy to think of things HR could have done to <laughs> get a bounty put on his head. Uh, so that's funny. Perhaps he didn't leave Earth-19 on such amicable terms, and there was a reason he was so ready to go. Yeah. Earlier in the episode, I think Cisco was mad at him, and he said, are you sure your partner didn't sur- solve that puzzle just to get rid of you? And he's like, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so that's pretty funny. Yeah, I'm... It looks like it's going to be a f- wacky little Cisco centric episode. I know. In right. the, I'm, I don't know if they're going to call her Gypsy, but in the in the comics, Gypsy and and Vibe have a bit of a relationship. So, mm-hmm. um, I oh yeah, I should have said I'm just guessing that that's Gypsy, but they didn't actually say her name yet. Right. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm guessing there's going to be a, they're going to have hints towards that. But if she's from another Earth, then maybe not. Uh, maybe that won't go anywhere, but maybe just a fun little nod. Yep. All right. Well, that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening. We'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.